Hi, and welcome to Travel Time. Today, I'm talking about Holiday World in Santa Claus, Indiana. Holiday World's an amusement park in southern Indiana. It's a fairly easy drive from Louisville or Indianapolis, and it's very close to Evansville, Indiana. For a little background on the park, it opened in 1946 and has been around for about 76 years. It was the nation's first theme park. It operated originally as Santa Claus Land. As the park grew, theming expanded to other holidays when in 1984, lands were themed to Halloween and 4th of July, and they were added to the park. A water park was also added in 1993 called Splashing Safari. Holiday World introduced the Raven, a wooden roller coaster in 1995. The Raven has consistently been in the top wooden coasters in the world since 1995, most recently coming in at 17th on the list. The Legend was added in 2000. It's currently ranked as the 24th best wooden coaster in the world. And then in 2006, the park opened a new holiday land, Thanksgiving, and with it, the Voyage, which is currently ranked as the number two wooden coaster in the world. In 2010, the first water coaster in Splashing Safari opened, the Wildebeest, and with it, the second water coaster opening in 2012. The Wildebeest continues to be voted the number one water park ride in the world every year since opening. In 2015, the park opened the Thunderbird, a launch steel coaster. You frequently see Holland Day World mentioned on shows about roller coasters and things like that, because these roller coasters are all really good experiences if you're a roller coaster enthusiast. So it may sound like the park is in a fairly small area in some place that other people might forget about because it's in a, away from a lot of major cities, but it attracts a lot of people from far and wide because of the roller coasters that are in it. It also attracts a lot of people from the Indiana area because it's a great family park. The park's been repeatedly named one of the friendliest and cleanest parks in America. A unique feature of this park is that it offers free parking, free sunscreen, and free unlimited soft drinks with the price of admission. Sunscreen stations are prominent at the entrance of the park and through, through Splash and Safari, as well as periodic stations in the park itself. For soft drinks, you can look for an oasis station throughout the park or at restaurants. Parking's pretty easy, well organized, and smooth. Holiday World is about nine miles from the interstate and pretty easy to get to and find. It's a fairly easy walk into the park from any of the parking lots, but there is a tram if you need one to get to the front gate. When planning your visit, one of the things I highly recommend is purchasing your tickets advance online. You'll save a lot of money and time in the line, and it's well worth it. When planning your trip, it's also worth noting that although most of Indiana is on Eastern time, this park is one of two small pockets in the state which are on Central time. So just make sure you make the conversion if you're coming from somewhere in Eastern time. Holiday World is a great place for all ages of kids with lots of the little kids can do and great rides for older teens. If you're arriving with little kids, they offer phone find wristbands for little kids too young to remember phone numbers. You can write your mobile number on the wristband and put it on your little one. Just let kids know that if they are lost to go to any uniformed employee and show the wristband and the adult can be called. The water park also generally opens at least an hour after the park opens, sometimes two hours after, and closes an hour before the park closes. So at the beginning and end of the season, Splashing Safari actually is not open at all. So that's like early May and in October, at the end of October. The park is closed November to April, and typically during school months, it goes to weekend only since a lot of its staff returns to school. This means if you're going in months other than June and July, you definitely should check the hours and days before going, especially if you're in an area where school may go back around Labor Day. 
School in Indiana typically goes back towards the end of August, and so that will affect the hours in August. As soon as the water park opens, people flood to the entrances. This is usually a great time to take advantage of lower lines for rides in Holiday World, while arrivals to Splash and Safari settle down. Splash and Safari remains pretty busy until the last few hours it's open, in my experience. If it's hotter than a typical summer day, it may stay busy longer. But if you're doing both parks in one day, you can get more done with shorter lines. If you stay in Holiday World portion for a while and ride a lot of the rides, and then switch to Splash and Safari later in the day, like after lunchtime, when a lot of people have already been through a lot of the rides and are maybe taking a break for a meal or things like that. I generally recommend when you enter the park, if you're going in at park opening to leave the Raven and Legend for later in the day, a lot of people will go straight there. They're right by the entrance. Instead, what we do is we head back to Thanksgiving and we start with the Voyage and the Thunderbird where the lines are the shortest early in the day. We usually do all the rides in Thanksgiving. And one of our be- our favorite plans is we do an early, early-ish lunch in that section of the park. Our pick is usually the Plymouth Cafe, which has Thanksgiving themed dishes and plus brisket, which really isn't Thanksgiving themed. But um, they have things like chicken and dumpling, turkey legs, roasted turkey or pulled pork as well. Each meal also includes choices of a couple of sides, including things like cranberry salad, green beans, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, stuffing, corn. And they also offer salads and desserts. So it's a great alternative to like kind of the standard theme park fare. The food has always been really good there. We usually head up to the Raven and Legend after we have lunch, and Halloween is just right back up the hill. It's a very good time to hit the lines as many are in the water park or stopping for lunch, and so we can kind of get a little bit shorter lines doing that. If you prefer the burger option for lunch, there is Goblin Burgers in this area right next to the Legend and right next to Frightful Fowls, which is the log flume. If you have little ones with you, the little kids Christmas area or rides look out over the Raven as well. So it's fairly easy to let older kids and adults ride the Raven and the legend while someone takes the little kids to the kids rides and enjoys those while they're waiting. So that's a good way to balance if you'll have a lot of eight different age groups in the group. Our normal plan is to head to the 4th of July after that section and then go into the water park if we're doing the water park after we do the 4th of July. By this time, the water park is usually thinning out a bit and a little bit more enjoyable, a little easier to find a spot to sit. If you want a spot to sit, the lines are a little bit lower. When we're spending a lot of our day in the park, I'm a fan of renting a cabana if it's feasible. If you have a cabana, you get a small fridge, a a locker, and a reserved chair. That can be nice, um, both for not having to fight for crowds for a locker but also not having to fight for a chair or find one, or and it serves as a good meeting spot if you're all going to split up and go to different places to ride rides, go in the wave pool, play in the kids' area, things like that. If that's not in the cards, there are central blocks of lockers to use, and of course chairs throughout that you can use to set your stuff or lock up things that you were using while you were in Holiday World. They do have a bracelet that you can get and put money on so that you can lock up your wallet and just walk around and charge things on the bracelet. So that is an option if you want to do something like that. And we have done that. It's worked really well just for not having to carry carry money around and we can lock up the wallet and not have to worry about it. In addition to the coasters, there are several midway style rides throughout the park, um, like the Scrambler, some spinning rides, an octopus type ride. There are also some shows in the park and my kids particularly like the blue ice cream. So there's almost always a stop for that as well for us. 
Um, from an accessibility standpoint, I will also point out that, it, that if you believe all of Indiana is super flat, Southern Indiana doesn't hold to that image. Uh, the park is pretty hilly and while accessible and there are um, ramps and things like that going to the different places, it is fairly steep in some places, especially coming out of Halloween and back into Christmas or um, going back and forth to Thanksgiving or down into Splash and Safari. There are some steep spots. And so that's something to factor in as you're planning getting around. Um, if it's a push wheelchair, whoever's pushing is going to have a pretty good, um, pretty steep push going back up the hill. Um, if you're doing it under your own power or it's electric, you'll just need to be able to maneuver the steep areas. If you're staying in town, there are campgrounds and hotels right around the park. It's also worth noting that Lincoln's boyhood home is nearby and worth a visit to the National Memorial there if you um, are a fan of the national parks. Lincoln State Park is also nearby and a really nice park with hiking trails and campsites that you can also use. This is a smaller park than some of the bigger amusement or theme parks around the country, but it is clean, friendly, has a great variety of rides and shows to appeal to different age groups. Um, I've gone here as a child when I was, when it was back when it was still Santa Claus land. I've gone as a young adult, as a mom with little kids, a mom with grade school kids, a mom with teens. It's always been a fun day for us, no matter what age of the kids we've been taking there. Plenty to do, easy to do what you want to do in a single day if you want to do that. And it's definitely worth checking out if you love coasters, especially wooden coasters. The wooden coasters get, do get a lot of the attention, but the steel coaster is also a very fun ride, a very smooth ride. This is also a lot more affordable than many theme parks around. So definitely recommend checking it out, especially if you're in the area or if you're going to new nearby and you love roller coasters, a really good park to check out and do and well worth your time, won't break the wallet. Until next time, happy travels. Oh, 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 oh,